The famous story in the Gemara about what was the spark that actually brought about the destruction of the Second Temple is, of course, the story of Kamtsa Ubar Kamtsa. When there was a wealthy man that was very friendly with a person called Kamtsa, and his enemy was Bar Kamtsa, and his messenger accidentally invited the wrong person, he invited Bar Kamtsa, and when the wealthy man saw Bar Kamtsa at his party, he threw him out. He threw him out in front of everybody, including many rabbis that were sitting there. And Bar Kamsa was so upset that he said to himself, he's going to give it to the Jews now because the rabbis didn't protest at his humiliation. So he went to the Roman emperor and he said that the Jewish people are rebelling. They're rebelling against you. And so the Roman emperor, to test the Jewish people, sent a sacrifice because, of course, sacrifices of Gentiles is allowed to be, are allowed to be brought in the temple. So what did Bar Kamsa do? He made a blemish. He made a blemish on the cow that the emperor had sent as a sacrifice. And of course, the Torah prohibits bringing a sacrifice that has a blemish on the altar. You're not allowed to bring an animal that has a mum on the Mizbeach. And so Bar Kamsa knew that. And he made this blemish. And now when this cow came to the Beis the temple, many of the priests, the Kahanim, were saying, let's just bring it anyway. It's from the emperor. We have no choice. Let's just bring it on the altar. They understood that it's a question of life and death, that the emperor can't be humiliated like that. And so most of the Kohanim, the priest was saying, let's just bring it on the Mizbech, let's bring it on the altar, let's sacrifice it. But then the Gemara says that there was one rabbi there by the name of Reb Zechariah ben Avkulis. And this Reb Zechariah didn't feel as confident and courageous as the rest of the people in the Beis Hamikdash, and he stopped them and he said, "No, what do you mean? If you bring this on the altar, then people are going to learn from it that you're allowed to bring animals with a blemish." And he gave all sorts of reasons why they shouldn't go through with bringing this animal on the altar, and they didn't. And then the Roman Emperor thought they were belling against the Jewish people, and that was the spark that brought about the destruction of the Second Beis Hamikdash. And the Gemara finishes off the story by saying. Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan taught that on Vasnusei Shel the humility, the false humility, the lack of initiative, the humbleness of Rabbi Zechariah ben of Kulis destroyed the Beis Hamikdash, burned our palace, and caused us to be exiled among the nations. It was this false sense of modesty of Rabbi Zechariah, this lack of initiative. This fear of going on a limb for Hashem and taking an initiative at the a time of emergency. Zechariah was afraid. He was too humble, too modest to do something as radical as bringing the animal anyway. And the Gemara says his modesty was the spark that brought the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. And there's a teaching from the Holy Baal Shem Tov in the 145th chapter of Keser Shem Tov, where the Baal Shem Tov says, we see from this Gemara that if it's humility in a wrong place that brings such destruction, then it's self-confidence and believing in oneself and really appreciating the preciousness of oneself and one's Avedas Hashem, one's service of God. That's what's going to bring the redemption. As the Baal Shem Tov taught that sometimes even today when we have humility, a person could have humility, false humility, and that humility causes that person to become distanced from Hashem.
because of the quote-unquote humility, this false feeling of who am I and what am I. So a person doesn't believe that through our tefillah and our Torah, through our speaking words of davening and our words of Torah, one causes a flow of infinite light in all the worlds. And even the angels are sustained and receive their sustenance from our Torah and our tefillah, from our Torah learning and our prayer. Says the Baal Shem Tev, if a Jew would only believe this, would believe how much all the worlds and all the angels are ascending from every word of prayer, every word of Torah that comes from our mouth. If we would believe this, we would serve Hashem with such joy and such awe, and we would be careful with every letter and movement and word that we say, that we say it properly. And we have to bear in mind what it says in Tehillim, Im Tishkavun ben Shvatayim, which the Baal Shem Tov reads is that God rests between the lips, that God is standing and waiting on the lips of a person to kiss it. Atzmus the very essence of God, kisses the lips of every one of us when we say words of Torah and Tefillah with love and awe. And if we put this to our heart, which person wouldn't be filled with awe and trembling, trembling that the great and mighty King is waiting on one's lips of a person, of a lowly person, but the Almighty is waiting on every person's lips to hear holy words come out of that. If one doesn't feel that, but rather one feels, who am I and what am I? I know what I am. I know how lowly I am. How could I possibly do anything for Hashem? How could I approach serving Hashem and davening and learning? I know all the things I've did. That's false modesty, says the Baal Shem Tov, And that's what brought the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash, And it could bring our destruction. When a person just thinks that I'm full of blemishes, and how could I fix the upper worlds, and how could I bring sustenance to all the angels then a person gives up and says forget it I might as well go after the desires of my own heart what I do doesn't really matter anyway but that's not true Every person, the Baal Shem Tov says, has to see themselves as a ladder reaching heaven. Sula of arts, every one of us is like Jacob's ladder with our head reaching the heavens. And every movement that we do and every word that we say causes a huge imprint up above in all the worlds. And so we have to be so careful realizing that everything we do affects God mamish. And so this Tisha B'Av, let's rebuild the Beis HaMikdash by knowing how precious we are to God.